Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day in Jesus' name. Amen. All of the people that you know God's called you to be great, put a praise in the atmosphere. Online, put a praise in the atmosphere. If you know God called and created you to be great, greatness has a sound. Greatness has a sound. Greatness has a sound. It's not average, it's not regular, it's not mundane. Greatness has a sound. Look at somebody next to you say, and it has a fee too. Grab a seat. Let's go to work. So Wednesday, we started this new series uh, called How to Be Great, picking up where we left off and how to spring forward. Pay close attention to the way we're doing it. We're using the text abbreviation for great. And so instead of G-R-E-A-T, it is G-R-8. Now, here's what I love about it. It's great people are always living in the eight. What's the eight? That's a new beginning. Which means to be great, I'm always recognizing every day, a new beginning. Every moment, new beginning. Every hour, a new beginning. Every moment, a new beginning. Every door, a new beginning. Every opportunity, a new beginning. Which means great people don't live in the graveyard of their yesterday. They live in a perpetual birthing room of their today. And I don't know who needs to hear this. You need to put a period on whatever didn't go right April. And you need to put a period on what didn't go right in March, February, or January. Because great people always live on the eight. Which, what is eight, Bishop? That's the biblical number of a new beginning. Which means I perpetually live in a place where I am not who I used to be. It's a new beginning. I'm not stuck in what I used to do. It's a new beginning. I'm not bogged down by how things used to be set up. Look at somebody close to you. Say, live in the eight. Live in the eight. Now, 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 this is God's promise to us. So when we talk about greatness, this is God's promise to us. If you look on the screen, Genesis 12 and 2, this is God speaking to a man named Abraham. This is not his name yet. His name here is Abram. Because later on, God changes his name. Whenever God's called and created you to be great, there's going to be an identity change. Which is why for some of you, pay close attention, God had to literally take out the previous inferior version of you so that a superior version of you would be able to live. 
He had to take down the complaining you so that the conquering you could live. He had to take out the victimized you so that the victorious you could live. He had to take out the negative you so that the positive you could live. He had to take out the depressed you so that the one with joy could live. Is there anybody in this building or online beside me where you have watched God take out an inferior version of you? Bishop, how do I know that? Because it felt like death. It felt like you were dying. It felt like you were literally losing who you were. And that's why some of you say, I just don't know who I am anymore. That's the entire idea. God says, I needed to take out the old you. I needed to kill your Abram so that your Abraham could live. I needed to kill your Sarai so that your Sarah could live. I need you to make sure this ship next to somebody where the old version of them died last month. Or the old version of them died last year. Would you touch somebody close to you and say, I live on the eighth. I live. Always a new beginning. Always a new me. I don't like how some of y'all are responding. I need you to touch somebody close to you. Please say, I live on the eight. I so literally, this is God speaking to the old version of him. In Genesis 12, 2, he says, I will make you a great nation. That's great number one. What does great nation mean? Everything attached to you will be great. When you think of a nation... A nation has systems, a nation has commerce, a nation has business, a nation has customs, a nation has culture, a nation has uh, 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 this arrangement of things that make up a culture, which means God says everything connected to you will be great. Wait, watch this. Your family, great. Your finances, great. Your faith, great. Watch me. God will even take your failures and make something great out of your failures. Oh. So everything attached to me will be great. I your credit, great. Your bank account, great. Your career, great. Your retirement plan, great. Your house, great. What? And I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you abundantly. Abundantly means that you will have more than what you need. You will have more than enough. You cannot be a blessing unless you are first blessed yourself. He said, and I will bless you abundantly, and I will make your name, here's the second, great. Which means anytime somebody hears your name, they won't associate it with trifling. They won't associate it with sloppy. They won't associate it with lack. They won't associate it with mess. When they hear your name, they're going to say, well, that person does a great job at what they do. 915, put your first and last name in the atmosphere when I count to three. One, two, three, go, go. Online, drop it in the comments. Say, and God's going to make my name great. Oh, my God, I don't like the way you said it. 915, I'm not going to fight you to get you blessed. Would you please look at somebody, say, God's about to make your name great. Which means every company roster, you're going to be at the top. Every time they're doing reviews, you're going to be at the top. Every time they're looking for people, you're going to be at the top. You're going to get jobs you didn't apply for. They're going you're gonna to get opportunities you didn't seek out. They're going to find you out because God's making your name great. What does great mean? Exalted and distinguished. Exalted means high, which means your name will always be associated with something high. Let me help some of you finally settle this fact internally. The reason low people don't like you is because you're too high for them. So you know what they say? They say you want too much. No, you don't want enough. They have an attitude with you. And watch me. You can be the nicest person. You can walk in the room and speak to everybody. And they're still going to call you arrogant. Why? Because your greatness just made their average. I'll talk over here. 
Your greatness just made good not look so good. And I need you to stop apologizing for the fact that you've chosen to be great. And I'm not coming down to your good. You're going to need to come up to great. To somebody next to you, say, make them come up. Make them come up. Make them come up. This is why when you walk in, they don't like you and don't even know you. This is why they make up stories about you. They have to lie on you because, so you won't tell the truth about them. Because when you are great, it offends average. When you're great, it offends good. When you can be nice as apple pie to them, and they still going to have an issue with you because they recognize you are exalted. That means you don't even fit sitting next to them. And for some of you, I just heard the Lord loud and clear. He's about to make sure your circle reflects your great. Why? Because you keep bringing good people around you. Oh, God, I hear the Holy Ghost here. You keep bringing good people around you, trying to make them come up. And God says, you're spending too much energy on them Negroes. I need to put some people around you that are already at your level of great. Open up your mouth, please. Say great. You ready? You ready? that Negro is, is a word for everybody. That's an equal opportunity word. White, black, tall, short, brown, Mexican, Asian, whatever. You ready? Pay, pay attention. For some of you, you keep bringing people around that are projects. So it's kind of like you're boiling hot water, but then you introduce cold water. So now all the energy you're using is not to actually cook the food. It's to get them at your level. And I don't know who needs to hear this beside me, but today God says, I'm giving you freedom to dismiss good. Open your mouth, please. Say, I demand greatness around me. Ready? It means exalted, high. Then number two, it means distinguished. This means different. You should look different, you should talk different, you should walk different, you should act different. Everything about you should be different on purpose. And here's what the enemy likes to do with greatness, is he likes to make you feel like you are supposed to fit in, come here Joseph, instead of stand out. Joseph had a coat of many colors, God, dog. Joseph had a coat of many colors that stood out from his brothers. And it was his father that had given him that coat of many colors, just slight please. It was his father that had given him that coat of many colors. Pay attention. Which means his father recognized there was something different about him. So he gave him something that differentiated him from his brothers. It wasn't that his father didn't love his brothers. He just gave them something to differentiate him from his brothers. So what did his brothers want to do? The first thing they did was strip him of what made him different so that he would be like them, so that he would not be great. He would be good because he was like the crowd. This is why whenever you find out what people are attacking about you, you need to say, that's my coat of many colors. You're just too happy. I just found my coat. Oh, my God. You just got such a positive attitude. Why are you always happy? I just found my coat. You always coming in here making sure things are in aligned in order. Why? I just found my coat. You ready? He says, and I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you abundantly, and I will make your name what? Great, exalted, or distinguished, different, different. So the first thing they did when they, watch me, is they had to strip him of what made him different. And for some of you, some of the relationships you've been in, they have stripped you, watch me, to try to make you like every other chick. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me? <laughs> 
She stripped you to try to make you like every other man. You ain't a regular man, sir. You're a Samson, which means there's a strength on you. Who am I talking to? Please make sure you sit next to somebody that's great. Touch him on the shoulder and say, you're distinguished. You're you're not average, you're not regular, you're not like everybody else. Stop comparing yourself to everybody else. Stop saying, well, they do it like this, they're not great. Well, they do it like this, they're not great. Well, they said, I ain't got to do all that, they're not great. Stop consulting good about how to be great. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you abundantly. I will make your name what? Great. And you should be a source, here's the third one, of great good to others. He says, you will be a blessing. Amplified says, a source of great good. So we have three greats in one verse. Now, just for those of y'all that like numbers, Genesis 12, verse 2, three greats. Okay, I know some of y'all, I know some of y'all like that kind of stuff. Some of y'all, you're like, it went right over your head. But some of y'all play the numbers, which means 2023 is going to be your greatest year ever. I... Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. Somebody say, greatness is all over me. It's... So pay attention. Greatness, watch me. It is this promise that is made to Abraham. Now, you may say, Mr. Foreman, what does that have to do with me? Well, it's found in Galatians 3.29. The Bible says this. The Bible says in Galatians 3.29, now that you belong to Christ. Anybody saved in the building? Anybody saved online? If you're not, in just about 22 minutes, you're going to get an opportunity. If you belong to Christ, I want you to read the next part. You are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs. And God's promise to Abraham belongs to... 915, Jesus, which means everything he promised Abraham, it's as if he was speaking to me, which means Abraham just ain't going to be a great nation and have a great name and be a great source of good. Say your name. Will be a great nation, have a great name, and be a great source of good. But pay attention. While this greatness is promised, this greatness has a fee. So there's a fee attached. So let's define what greatness is. Let's go deeper. It is above normal or average ability. You're not regular. You're not average. Watch me. Your abilities are superior. Your quality is great. Your distinction is great. See, can't nobody take the little you took and turn it to as much as you did. I want to talk to those of us in this building and online where you were given a horrible hand, but you took that hand and you played that thing well. You were given, nobody knows what your childhood was like. They think it was wonderful, but what they don't realize is you had to take it and make it great. Nobody knows what your first marriage was like. They didn't realize that that was like I can Tina Turner, but you had to take that thing. I wish. Look at somebody next to you, please, and tell them, say, there's greatness over your life. <laughs> Wrong person. Try somebody else. Say, there's greatness all on you. Wrong person, try a third one. Say, there's greatness all in you. Oh, yeah, it's on me and it's in me. It's on me and it's in me. When you see me, you see it. And when it... Somebody say, it's on me and it's in me. I don't like how you saying it. Say, it's on me and it's in me. Say, it's on me and it's in me. Say, it's on me and it's in me. Is that... Say it's on it and it's in me. So what is great? It's above normal or average ability, quality, or distinction. It's wonderful. First rate. Very good. Now, now pay attention. When you're great, everybody's not going to... You ready for this? 
everybody is not going to, because greatness has a fee, greatness is a fee. See, this is why some people, watch me, what they'll literally try to do is they'll say, you think you all that. Oh, you should have just told me you can't pay the fee. Because it's a fee to be my friend. Y'all ain't going to sit up. It's a fee to be around me. You're going to have to come up in every area of your life. And if you can't pay, I'm not dropping the price. I wish you had somebody next to you that realized greatness was on them and it's in them. Say it's on me and it's in me. Wonderful. First rate. Very good. Say very good. It means remarkable in degree, power, and intensity. Which means everything you do, degree, you keep it hot. Everybody else just do a little something. You're like, well, no, well, let's do this and this. I, I, remember, I remember on Wednesdays before church, for a while, uh, they used to prepare a meal for me. Uh, one of our chefs used to prepare a meal for me. She knows who she is. She's in here now. She used to prepare a meal for me. And, and I was just looking for a little, little dainty, little, you know, little, little small, little something because it's for church. They bring me these elaborate layouts. I said, my God. And everything I could possibly think of that I wanted was on the spread. This sauce, this sauce, that sauce. I didn't just have one salmon croquet. I had six just in case of. Oh, she didn't just give me one avocado. She made sure I had extra avocado. Y'all not saying nothing. Every time I would eat, get those meals, I, I literally would look forward to it because of how great they were. And for some of you, you got a lot of people who don't want to be bothered because they don't like great. What I prophesy to you now is that you're about to have people around you that can't wait for you to show up because your greatness is remarkable to them. And everything you do, you do it hot. Everything you do, you do it well. Come on, 915, say it's on me and it's in me. Remarkable in degree, power. Which means when you do it, when you speak, there's a power in your voice. This is why you can make people cry with what you say. And it's not because you're trying to. It's just there's just such a strength in your voice that it makes people get their stuff to it makes people get their attitude together. It makes people, and then watch me, you're intense. Some of y'all remember the old school church? Who grew up old school church? They had a song that said, 99 and a half. And for some of you, watch me, that's where you live. Everything you do, you're all in. You're intense about it. You serve with intensity. Other people can be sloppy with it, and you're like, no, I'm supposed to be here at this time. I'm going to be here at this time. I'm not going to give my leader no trouble because everything I do, I do it great. I'm going to make sure that every time they're looking at who to serve, they pick me because I do it well. Please touch somebody next to you. Say, serve with greatness. And some of you need to start serving, period. You ready? Superior, uh-oh, which means everything you do, there's a superiority to it. Which means you need to be prepared for people to attack you for things you've never done. To attack you for things you never said. Why? Because it's always easy. The person at the top always takes the hits. You need to be prepared. Look at your name say, be prepared for this. Be. They're going to accuse you of saying things you never said. Then I accuse you of doing things you've never done. Because when you're at the top, watch me, that goes with the seat. But I need every person in, where in the last 12 months, you've been falsely accused of something. Watch me. And you're like, what they talking about? Where that come from? I'm going to give you three seconds to worship God. Why? Because it just revealed to you that what you do is superior. Go. Three. 
two. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. Superior. 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 This word great is in the Bible over 1,100 times in one form or another, which means this is a big deal. You can be seated. You can be seated. You can stand. You can rock. You can do whatever you need to do. Some of y'all, this is going to be a rocking Sunday. You ain't going to sit much today because what I'm going to do, prophecy doesn't just tell you where you're going. Prophecy explains why you are where you are. Ready? All right, let's go. Let's go. Great doesn't mean, listen to me, that you will not have some issues. So let me make sure you don't think that what I'm preaching is that all you're going to do is have Kool-Aid and ham sandwiches all day. Something like this, but I don't want no Kool-Aid. Okay. Whatever your preferred beverage of appropriate spiritual nature is. You ready? It doesn't mean you're not going to have issues. It's not going to mean that there's not some days you're going to want to snap, crackle, and pop. It's not going to mean you're not going to have some days where you're just frustrated with everybody, including yourself. It doesn't mean it's not going to have some days where you want to wake up and leave the blinds closed, turn the air on, and say, I ain't doing nothing. It doesn't mean there's not some days you, gonna, you ain't going to want to look at your spouse and say, you know what? See how quiet it got? It doesn't mean there's not going to be some days you want to look at people and say, I tell you what, I tell you what, I tell, I, I tell you what, I tell you, I tell you. Ready? It's not going to mean there's not going to be some days you question why you're alive. It's not going to mean you're not going to have some days where you're like, God, what am I even on this planet for? It just means that even when you factor all that stuff in, everything is still. Please get on the bus with me. Say everything is still great. Say it again. Say everything is still great. See, for some of you, you're about, to be, you're about to be the one that's in your bloodline where even when you factor all the mess in, it's still great. Even when you factor all your trials and tribulations in, it's still great. Even when you factor in your warfare, it's still great. Even when you factor in your resistance, say, and it's still great. In fact, Psalm 7121 says this. The psalmist said this. This is how we open the series. He says, you will increase my greatness and every area of my life is what's implied. You ready? Look at me. And comfort me again. Which means to be comforted again, the fee for greatness wasn't comfortable. So, 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 so what was the psalmist's fee? Say, what did he have to pay? Ask the question. Say, what did he have to pay? It's in, it's in the previous verse, Psalm 71:20. Though you have allowed me to experience much trouble. Why much? What's another word for much? Great. Though you have allowed me to experience, so let's, let's superimpose it here. Though you have allowed me to experience great trouble and great distress. Okay. See, your trouble has never been regular. You ain't never dealt with regular people problems, y'all. Your whole life you've been dealing with obstacles that would kill other people, would take other people out. Nobody knows your story. They're just looking at your glory. But they didn't see you when you took down Goliath. They didn't see you when you took down the issues with your brothers. They didn't see you when you... Though you have allowed me to experience... What type of trouble? Much. Which is another word for that is great. Great trouble. Ready? And great stress. What is stress? Pressure. What is distress? To remain under pressure. You ready? Die. Two. Watch me to remain up under great pressure that's pulling me in two different directions. Y'all ain't gonna talk. 
Look what the psalmist says. This is what I had to pay. Look at somebody say, this is what it costs. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I, I need you to speak to the most lit, live, on fire person in your section. Online, I need you to type it in the comments and stretch your hands towards me. Say, greatness has a fee. Has a fee. Say, and you're going to have to pay it no matter what. So you can choose to be average. That has a fee too. But since I got to pay fees, I might as well be. Ready? So watch. Psalm 71, 20. Though you have allowed me to experience much trouble and distress. Look at this. Revive me once again. Which means part of my cost was that what I went through felt like it killed me. Okay, let me have an honest conversation now, 15. You ever felt like parts of you died? Okay, y'all. y'all. You ever felt like, part, for some of you, your passion for, for, watch me, for everything, it just died. You, you, you ain't hot for nothing. You ain't cold for nothing. You just, you vanilla soft serve. Don't nobody like that by itself. Put some on it. You ready? You ready? Look at me. Look at me. He says, he says revive me once again. He says, this thing was such a fee that it felt like it took the life out of me. Revive. Bring me back to life. It felt like it took the life out of me. Then look at the next part. Bring me up once again. Which means not only did it take the life out of me, but then it felt like it took me down. And for some of you, for years, you've been singing, I'm going down. Okay, y'all don't know the rest of the words. I have to do that at the 1115. Uh, ready? You've been feeling like you've been going down. You've been feeling like things in your life are going down. Pay attention. This is the fee. Say, but this is the fee. He says, bring me up once again. Here's the next part. From the depths of the earth, which means not only did it take me down, but it buried me. It killed me, took me down, buried me. This is why for some of you, you sleep and you still don't rest. Because even in your sleep, there's a fight going on. This is why for some of you, watch me, it feels, there's moments where you just feel like you're going through the motions. There's moments where you just feel like, I'm, just, I'm on a routine, I'm on a clock. You're going through it. You haven't been alive in years, but today. Come on, please. But today, would you look at somebody and say, but I speak life into your life. Come on, online, say life in the comments. Come on, please touch somebody. Please touch somebody. Please say, I speak life over you. But greatness has a fee. Now pay attention. This, none of this was the devil. None of this was the devil. It's as though you allowed this, which means God had to sign off on you paying the fee. And if he signed off on you paying the fee, that means you got it. I don't care how weak you feel, you got it. I don't care how much you feel like you can't press. You got it. I don't care how much you feel like it's taking you out. You got it. I wish you'd encourage yourself this time. Say, I got this because God's got me. So now we see why in the series How to Spring Forward, we learned that everything God does and everything God allows in your life is for what? Movement. What is movement? Change or development. Change of your location. Change of your position and that movement you ready will always be to get you to great 
Come on, say, say, I move into a place called great. Look at me. Even if it seems the opposite. Because everything he had to pay in his fee is the opposite of what he thought it was going to be. Let's go back to Psalm 7120 so you can see this. So this is the fee for greatness. Because remember, let's go to verse 21. What did he say in verse 21? He says, you have increased my greatness and you will comfort me once again. Please put up 21. You have increased my greatness and you will comfort me once again. So now let's look at verse 20. Let's look at verse 20. Let's look at verse 20. So this is his fee. Say, this is the fee. You've allowed me to experience great trouble, much trouble. That don't seem like great. See, here's the problem. You thought that the fee was something different than what it was going to be. You, you ever gone up to the counter and you thought you kind of were calculating stuff in your head and you thought it was going to be a certain amount and then they ring it up and, and she's like, that's going to be $900. $900. Where y'all at? You have bought a piece of property and you thought, okay, I'm going to get this much or sold a piece of property and then you see you're like, that's all I'm getting? You ever got your check, y'all ain't going to say nothing, or got that direct deposit, and you were like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. They better have my money right. See, that's where some of you have been in paying your greatness fee, is that you thought God was just going to drop greatness on you. But this thing has levels you got to qualify for. And you got to pay up to go up. Oh, my God. You got to pay up to go up. You ready? So look, he says, you've allowed me to experience much trouble, great trouble. That looks the opposite of greatness. Die stress. <laughs> That's the opposite of greatness. Revive me once again. It felt like it killed me. That don't feel great. Bring me up out of the depths of the earth. It's buried me. That doesn't feel great. But I read a scripture that says, unless a seed die. Which means every time you feel like you got buried, that means something new is about to come out. Something great is... A, oh no, mm, God. Please elbow somebody next to you. Say, it's on you and it's in you. Come on, keep me up. Say, it's on you and it's in you. Second Corinthians 3.18. 2 Corinthians 3.18. It says, this movement is always going to be great, even if it feels the opposite. Look at 2 Corinthians 3.18. And we all... Say everybody. With unveiled face. Which means, look at me, there's certain things God says, I need you to see this because I need you to feel this. I, I don't, what's a veil? It covers your ability to see things as they really are. It also covers the ability for people to see you. A veil keeps things out. It keeps things from in, getting in. It says, and we with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, which means God says, glory there means his goodness. He says, I need you to see my goodness. And sometimes the only way for you to see my goodness is I got to let you go through the gutter. Because you complain about how good I've been, so let me take you through a gutter to just show you how good I am. You complaining about a job, other people wish they had one, so let me take you through the gutter. You're complaining about having to serve other people I won't tolerate to serve. Y'all not going to say nothing to me? You ready? He says, he says, and we all with unveiled face beholding the glory of the Lord are being transformed. Say movement. movement. 
into the same image. Here's the verse from one degree of glory to the next degree of glory, which means you're getting hotter and hotter. And once you get hot enough, there are certain things you don't have to deal with because your heat will kill it. Oh, my God. See, for some of you, it's certain things I ain't even got to pray about. Why? My heat took that out. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. There are certain things I don't have to worry about. Why? My heat took that out. Would you look at somebody close to you? You were almost done that 15 and say, you're getting hotter and hotter. But can I give you another revelation on hot? Y'all remember this game? Y'all remember this game? I'm, I'm getting closer to what I want to get to. You're getting hot, 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 hot. And then when you got far from it, you're getting cold, 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 cold. And for some of you, watch me. Here, here's what you need to hear. Here's your word. And if you don't shout off of this, bye. You ready? Because I ain't doing all this sweating for you not to get it. You ready? For some of you, all this year, even though you felt one way, the fact is, you were getting hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter. And you're about to get the pearl that the oyster had to go. Oh, my God. Would you lay your hands on yourself? Say, you're getting hotter? Oh, I'm closer than I've ever been to possessing what I prayed for, to seeing what I've sown for, to walking in what I worship for. I'm getting hotter. Let's go. For one degree of glory to another degree. Now, listen, I wrote this message with two alternative endings. There's, there's two alternative endings. Somebody say, this could go any way. Just like you watch the movie in the theater and it's one thing, and then you look at it in Netflix and you're like, all of this was not in there. So we could go either way. Somebody said, we could go either way. So, so the Holy Ghost, told me, he told me, he said, he said, for the 915, I need you to take them the first way. Ready? Okay. So, so there's a man in First Chronicles chapter 4. His name is Jabez. <laughs> Y'all ready? Now, if you grew up in the body of Christ, if you grew up in church, you would often hear about the prayer of Jabez. Oh, Lord, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. But let me show you his fee. Because greatness has a fee. First Chronicles 4, 9. Jabez was more, watch the first part of his fee, honorable than his brother's. Which means, watch me, Jabez looked at how his contemporaries were, and he decided, that's nice for them. That's nice how they do it. See, let me help some of you all, where your whole life you've been the good guy. You've been the good girl. And for a while, it didn't look like the, being the good one was going to get you anything good. What if I told you that was part of your fee? For some of you, watch me, you wasn't always the good one. You had some wild and out days, but you decided that's who I was. That's not who I'm going to be. So when you stepped in the good, it looked crazy because you were like, now that I'm doing good, it looks like I'm getting bad. But when I was doing bad, I was getting good. And so now I'm confused because I didn't think this was what my fee was going to be. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. Say so he wasn't like them. Who is it that you were around that you're not like? It's quiet right here. And you started thinking, I need to be like them, when really God had you around them so they would be like. <laughs> J. 
Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. So his, but watch me. Even despite this, watch what his mother names him. His mother names him Jabez, saying, because I gave birth to him in pain. Which means every time you say Jabez, it means pain and sorrow. Every time you say Jabez, it means Talk 915. Every time you say Jabez, it means every time you hear that name, it means which means what if part of your fee was being mislabeled your whole life? 915, I'm through. What if part of your fee was that everybody you interacted with mislabeled you? And they called you a slut and you wasn't. Y'all ain't going to talk. And they called you this and you weren't. And they said you wasn't about nothing, but you were about something. And they said you weren't going anywhere, but you were. And they said you were arrogant, but you weren't. And they said you wouldn't make it, but you are. What if part of your fee was that you were mislabeled your whole life? You going to name me your experience? There's a revelation here because people name you based on what they want to believe about you, not what they know to be true about you. And for some of you, I just heard the Lord say he's about to reintroduce you to them. They met you as Jabez. They about to meet you at your greatness. They met you, Michael, when they wouldn't put you on the team. But now they're going to meet you as a billionaire that owns teams. I. Come on, worship God for eight seconds if you know greatness is on you and in you. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Touch somebody say greatness is on you and in you. Well, lion, you type it in the comments, just stretch your hands towards me. So part of his fee is his whole life he has to be mislabeled. And if you're mislabeled, this means you're misunderstood. So his whole life, he's mislabeled. His whole life, he's misunderstood. His whole life, he is seen through the lenses of his mama's experience, not his own. Everybody names him based on the pain she went through to conceive him. She never once considered that naming him that was to curse him. And there are some things that have been spoken. I hear you, Holy Ghost, that have been spoken over you that were curses since you were a little kid. But I just heard the Lord say, there's an anointing about to hit the building end online. What's an anointing? It breaks yokes. What's a yoke? It's a connection. I pray right now that the anointing break every word curse that was spoken over you as a child. And what they said you never do, what they said you never be, what has been handicapping you your entire life. You're about to throw the support away. You're about to throw the handicap away because greatness is on you and greatness is in you. I cancel every negative curse spoken over your life in Jesus' name. I need you to put a shout right there. Go. You're not stupid. You're not dumb. You're not a failure. You're not a loser. You're not weird. You're not crazy. You are the blessed of the Lord. You are the blessed of the Lord. You are the blessed of the Lord. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Everybody, get up. Get up. In the building, and online. So this is part of his fee. You ready, 915? I have to talk very aggressive to you to get you out of your comfort. It seems to be what works. You ready? Look, he says, because I gave birth to him in pain. Verse 10. Now Jabez, 
What does his name mean? Pain and sorrow. He's, more, he's different than his brothers. He's been mislabeled and misunderstood his entire life. His mother was the one that spoke this curse over him. Ready? And for some of you, you have had people who meant well, but what they did was evil. And they thought they were helping. They thought they were helping. What they didn't realize is what they were doing was introducing something that you would have to fight through your whole life. I'm here to report to you, you won the fight. God, talk. I'll talk over here. I'm here to report to you, you won the fight. Okay, let me just talk to y'all. I'm here to report to you, Facebook, YouTube, app, website. You won the fight. Somebody shout, I won. Shout it again, shout, I won. Now Jabez, what did he do? His feet pushed him. Come here. And this is prophetic for you too. Turn around. His feet pushed him. Come back. Come on. God says, how much more do you need to pay before I push you to pray? He's good, he's good, he's good, he's good, he's good, he's good. Your bishop pushing him hard. He's good, he's good, he's, good. he's strong, boy, strong, boy, strong. He good, he can pick me up and, and turn me around and then place my feet on something. You ready? You ready? You ready? Look at me, look at me. Some of you, you keep adding to your fee because you don't get it. So now God's got you right here on the edge. You're like, God, I can't take no more. And he said, and if you don't do what I say, I'm going to let you fall. You ready? For some of you today, this message, watch me, here's why it's so important. For some of you today, here's why this message is so important. It's because this message is about to stop your fall. 9.15. I need you to open up your mouth and say, he's about to keep me from falling. Now, Jabez, what happened? Because he had to pay this fee. He called on the God of Israel, which means his fee made him get on his knees. How much longer are you going to try to, I got this, I got this. How much longer are you going to do it your way? How much longer are you going to keep trying to do it without God? How much longer are you going to talk about you a Muslim? How much longer are you going to talk about, I believe in crystals and... How much longer? Touch your neighbor, say, please pay the fee. His feet pushed him to his knees. His feet pushed him to his knees. And he called on the God of Israel saying, oh! 9.15, catch your clue. And he called on the God of Israel saying, oh! In other words, he's like, I paid enough. I've been mislabeled. I've been misunderstood. But I've been more honorable than my brothers. Even though I should have acted like a jackass, I didn't. Even though I had a good right to be out there laying down with Lottie Dottie and everybody, I didn't. I want to preach to somebody. Even though I could have been trifling like everybody else, I wasn't. Even though I could have been... Please elbow somebody next to you. Say, you're more honorable than the rest. 
You could have stole like they did, but you didn't. You could have lied like they did, but you didn't. You could have given up on your responsibilities like they did, but you didn't. You could have been half-assed and sorry like they were, but I got a Wednesday anointing on me. Ass is not a cuss word. It's on the screen. Deuteronomy 2210. It's a male donkey. You ready? You ready? And Jabez cried out to the God of Israel. Oh! He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm paying. I'm done. I'm done doing this my way. I'm done trying to fix the mislabeling. Say, say it's part of my fee. What did he say? I need you, I need you, I need to feel you when you say that. Sing it, say it rougher. Sing it from in here. Look at your neighbor, say, say it rougher. Now I see why he said it, because y'all saying it a little too weak. And Jabez prayed and said, oh! I felt that. Anthony, I felt that. See, for some of y'all, God says, I just want to hear you say, oh! Why? Because you're finally surrendering to me. You're finally saying, yes, Lord, to your will. And yes, Lord, to your way. And Jabez prayed and said, oh, oh Lord, oh, Lord, that you would greatly bless me. You do what? You do what? You do what? You would greatly bless me. He said, I paid a great fee. So this qualifies me. Notice what he didn't say. I was perfect when I paid it. He just said, but I paid it nonetheless. I just need to check this building and online. We're done. Is there anybody where you can tell the truth? God, I have not been perfect when I paid my fee. But let the receipts reflect. I paid it. And for some of y'all, I'll repeat what the Lord had me say on Wednesday. For the level you're about to get to, you are paid in full. This ain't for everybody. It's for me and somebody else in the building and online. Say, I'm paid in full for this next level. Let's go. He said, stay right there, Jabez. He said, oh, that you would greatly bless me and extend my border. What is border? What I control. What I run. This is a year of jubilee, emancipation, celebration, restoration. Emancipation, no boundaries, no Come on, y'all. This is the first alternative ending for the word. He said, oh, that you would expand my border. He said, he said, there's more for me than this label. You ready? There's more for me than this zip code. There's more for me than this city. Would you look at somebody and say, you're bigger than your zip code? Tell them, say, you're bigger than your city. Now, I know you can't even see it because you've been so much in it that you don't even recognize that what's on you. You're like a shark in a fishbowl. And I hear the Lord saying for you, for many of you, you're about to break out. Can I get somebody to run for me because I can't get off the stage? I just need one or two. Yeah, you're about to break out. You about to break out? <laughs> Would you touch somebody's shoulder and say, you about to break out? 
Wrong neighbor, touch another one. Say, you're about to break out. Make it personal. Say, I'm about to break out. Look, he said, Stan, we got to go. Stan, we got to go. We have to go. Oh, that you would greatly bless me. Extend my border. That your hand would be with me. His hand, you ready for this? Catch this revelation 915. The hand of God in scripture represents leaders. Let me prove it to you. Apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. So when he says that your hand would be with me, he said, make sure that what I do in my next, my leader puts his hand on it. Now see, that's too deep for some of y'all. Because you, you think you can disobey God's order and God's structure. But he said, whatever I do in my next, make sure your hand is with me. Give me a Samuel so that I take the right steps. Give me a, a Paul so that I don't make mistakes. Give me a Moses so that... Okay, okay, okay. But let me, that was the deeper revelation. Let me give you the simple revelation. That your hand would be with me. God's hand represents his strength, it represents his power, it represents his authority. If you read the scripture, you see scriptures like this, and the hand of the Lord was upon him, and the hand of the Lord did this, and the hand of the Lord did that. Can, can you just prophesy, say, and his hand's about to move some things. Come on, 915, at home, can you do the hand emoji? Say, and his hand is with me. Say, and his hand is on me. Leading, guiding and directing let's go we got to go last part he says and that you would keep me from harm so that it would not pay attention hurt me now here's the revelation he said he said i know it's part of my fee but don't let it hurt me uh-uh uh-uh see if you anybody played a professional sport professional or not professional but played a sport in high school, college. Okay. Elementary. Field day. Come on. Okay. Oh, yeah, Bishop. I'm a professional kickboxer. Yeah? I mean, kick, kickballer. <laughs> you ready? Come on, line, tell me. Okay. If you played, if you play, I, I, didn't, I didn't play football growing up. I played football for a couple of years in, in high school couple years because all it took this man hit me like I stole something from his mama and I literally it was, it was all a dream I sat there on the field watched the ball I was the fullback I watched the ball fall out my hand I said somebody better get the ball because I because I'm gonna see him after the game Cause you don't hit me like that. This was personal. Your mama, listen. I'm just joking. You ready? That's because I wasn't used to taking those hits. So it, it felt like it hurt only because I wasn't used to the hit. Pay attention to what Jabez says. Jabez says, I'm good with the hit. Just don't let the hit hurt me. 
And for some of y'all, God had to rough you up a little bit so you would not be scared of taking some hits. We're about to go. But lift your hands and worship God for five seconds like God won't let it hurt you. It hits you, but it won't 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 hurt you. Say, it hit me, but it won't hurt me. And God, and God, here's our shout, 915. Here's our shout, we got to go. And God, and who? Brought about what he requested. I'm going to say it again. And God, can you say it like your preacher say, God. And God brought about what he requested. What was his request? Oh, that you would greatly bless me. Extend my border. Let your hand be with me and let it hit me, but don't let it hurt me. And who? God granted, say your name, what he requested. Now don't wait until the battle is over. But I need somebody to shout right now. Shout on YouTube. Shout on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Shake somebody's hand. Say it's on you and it's in you. Thank you. Say it's on, say it's on you and it's in you. So here's our prayer. Oh, Lord, that you would greatly bless me. And I want these blessings to start immediately. And that you would expand my border. Elbow, somebody said you're going to get more this week. You know, what I, you know what this means? To expand your border means before it seems like I couldn't get past this. But when he expands my border, all of a sudden, I just need you to take a prophetic step with me. Say, expansion is on me. Yeah, more clients, more customers, more streams of income, more business, more peace, more joy, more prayer, more worship, more giving, more serving, more loving the Lord, more than you've ever loved the Lord before, more loving the Lord than you've ever loved before. Say, expansion is all on me. And that you would bless me, extend my border, let your hand be with me. You know why I like that movement? Can I just borrow an 1115 spirit for a minute? Can I? Let me borrow 1115. What I like about that is it's like God says, there are certain people I've had in your face. And what I'm about to do to that. Okay, y'all can't get with this at the 915. Y'all a little bit too, y'all a little bit too nice at the 915. But can I get you to channel an 1115 spirit for a moment? Because there's some people in some circumstances and some situations God says, I'm about to mess. I'm about to mess them up. I'm about to mess up the plan of the enemy. I'm about to shut down the plan of the enemy. I'm oh, I'm about to handle that. I'm about to handle that. We got to go. Heads bowed, eyes closed. We got to go. 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 Greatness has a... Greatness has a... Fee. Greatness has a... 
Greatness has a. But pray the prayer. Say, oh Lord, that you would bless me. Enlarge my border. Let your hand be with me. And do not let it cause me harm. I'll deal with it. Just don't let it hurt me. No, I don't think you just understood the revelation of what you just said. Before when people would do you like that, it would hurt you. Look at somebody and say, it ain't going to hurt this time. Before when people weren't reliable, it would hurt you. Look at somebody and say, it's not going to hurt you this time. Before when people would lie on you, it would hurt you. It ain't going to hurt this time. Before when they didn't let you in their little clique, it hurt you. It ain't going to hurt this time. Before when your mama said something crazy, when your daddy said something crazy, when your friend said something crazy, it hurt you. Look at somebody and say, it ain't going to hurt this time. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Heads about eyes closed. If you need to become a Christian, you can't possibly understand how much God loves you. But he loves you unconditionally. White, black, tall, short. Man, woman, boy, girl. Whether you grew up in church, whether this is your first time watching church or being in church, he loves you unconditionally. Come on, can you speak this out of your mouth? Say, he loves me unconditionally. There's nothing you've done that's too low to where the blood of Jesus cannot flow. So today, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at, on the count of three, on the count of three, wherever you're at in the building, you're going to slip your hand up online. Or you're going to do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Online, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me in the building. You slip your hand up. One, two, three. If that's you, respond and respond quickly. <laughs> Everybody, everybody, we celebrate your decision. Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall, if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up. In Jesus' name. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, text the word HARVEST to 55498. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word DECISION to 55498 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Since 1981, Unbound has connected people like you with families worldwide on their self-directed paths out of poverty. A brighter future is possible for these families when we all walk together. Sponsor a child today and you'll help a family take the first steps on their path. Change their future in just one click. Start walking with your new friend today at unbound.org walk. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.